Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Morbid early and ad-free. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one app. You'll always find the best of what you love or even something new to discover. They offer an incredible selection of audiobooks across every single genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, which I'm super into lately, motivation, wellness, business, and even more. Audible's the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases and next listen recommendations to habituate every type of thriller listener. Keep your heart rate up month after month with this pulse-pounding collection that you can't hear anywhere else. I actually just finished listening to, it's one of my favorite stories, but listening to it was even cooler. It was The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. It's narrated by Bernadette Dunn, and I think they just have one of the best voices for an audiobook. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash morbid or text morbid to 500-500. That's audible.com slash morbid or text morbid to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash morbid. Hey guys, I have to tell you about this all-in-one shake that I'm freaking loving. It's called Kachava. I love saying it. It's actually hands down the best thing that I've found to help me get all my essential nutrients into one day. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, in other words, literally everything that your body craves to feel your best. And I know what you're thinking. Something that good for me cannot possibly taste good. Mm, wrong. That's where Kachava really earns their over 52,000 five-star reviews. It actually tastes freaking amazing. It's very creamy and smooth, and it comes together with just water. And it comes in five delicious flavors. Personally, vanilla and chai are my personal favorites, but it also comes in chocolate, matcha, and coconut acai, which I still need to try. Some people like to drink it as part of a healthy breakfast or lunch, and other people love it as a protein-packed snack before or after a workout. It's really perfect for that because it has 25 grams of plant protein per serving. Personally, I like to add mine to my overnight oats. I add a scoop and I mix it all up to get a little more protein into my oats, and literally I can have that for breakfast and feel satiated, nourished, beautiful, functioning, all throughout my day. It's incredible. Please send me more of it because I love it so much. It makes me feel very, very good. And guess what, guys? Kachava is offering our listeners 10% off for a limited time. Just go to kachava.com slash morbid, spelled K-A-C-H-A-V-A, and get 10% off your first order. That's K-A-C-H-A-V-A.com slash morbid. Hey, weirdos. I'm Ash. And I'm Elena. And this is a whole length quarantined morbid. It's COVID morbid. We're here. It's COVID morbid. Yay! Everyone's excited. Everyone's bored. We're what all have you here. guys been doing to pass the time? Listening to us? 
I hope so. We've been listening to you. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That was um, dumb. No, actually, we've been mourning the sad rescheduling of a lot of our shows. Yeah, we, we've been weeping a lot of wallows. But you know what? Like, we're weeping it at the time just because we want to get back out there because we have so much fun at live shows. So I just, like, have so many yeah. fancy pants to wear. And what's the point of wearing them <laughs> while I'm just sitting on the couch? I'm saying. But you know what? They're being rescheduled. And that's all that counts. And let's talk about those We just have more to look forward to. So Philadelphia has been rescheduled to August 11th. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. <laughs> Uh, Washington, D.C. has been changed to the 16th of September. The monuments are going to wait for me. I bet they'll still be there. <laughs> Nashville is going to be uh, September 23rd, two shows at Zany's. We're beginning fall. It's going to be great. Nashville, we're in. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, September 24th is going to be Huntsville, Alabama at Stand Up Live. Alabama, we're coming at you for the spooky, spooky season. Yeah. And then June 2nd, we're going to be at the Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, hope to see ya. <laughs> June 3rd, the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. You too. We're hoping to see you. Hey yo. Hey yo. June 11th and 12th at Talia Hall in Chicago. Be there, be square. It's going to be awesome. July 8th at Comedy Works South in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Colorado. And July 11th at the Wilba Theater in Boston. Guys, the Wilba with special guest Emily Walsh. The comic stylings of one Emily Walsh. And guys, make sure you're buying up tickets because no matter what happens, uh, we're going to try to reschedule any shows that any further shows that are going to be postponed. They will be rescheduled um, for the most part. I mean, right now, everybody who bought tickets to any shows that are already postponed, your tickets are going to transfer to the new dates. So you don't have to worry. And if you can't make it to the new dates, you'll be refunded. Uh, so it's all going to work out. But make sure any of those shows that we have tickets left for, make sure you're buying like to the Wilbur and stuff. Buy the tickets so that if it's postponed, you already have your ticket and it'll transfer. Yeah. All right, so make sure you go to morbidpodcast.com, um, and I'm going to make sure that everything's up to date for you on there, but go to morbidpodcast.com. All the ticket sites are going to be there. Make sure you're buying tickets because there's some left. Buy tickets while you're at it. Uh, buy a shirt if you want to. Do it. And about the shirts. <laughs> uh, so I know some people uh, have been waiting a little longer for shirts uh, It due to this whole pandemic craziness. The place where we have been having our shirts made um, has been kind of backed up. We're just kind of waiting. You know, everybody's understaffed. Everybody's, you know, dealing with this however we can. So we, uh, you, everybody, if you've ordered a shirt, it's coming to you. It just might be a little delayed because of this craziness. And um, other than that, we are going to be changing the place where we get our merch. And that's a very exciting thing that's going to be happening in the next we're few weeks changing a couple things yeah things are really weeks things are really going to be changing so uh we're really excited um it's going to be awesome and we can't wait to roll out all these changes to you like i wish i could just like scream them all at you right now but, but we cannot but we can't yet so just hang tight make sure you're keeping a lookout because we're going to announce it you know when it comes mm -hmm. and uh let's see any other next week not this current episode but next week we do have something cool and fun planned for yes, you yes guys can't tell you what it is because who likes the spoiler nobody but you know what what it's awesome it's fucking rad as all it's hell real awesome all i'm gonna say is that i'm freaking out a little and then next week we actually have something just as cool planned and you are gonna have a really great next two weeks of morbid yeah we're just we're trying to make your quarantine as lovely as possible why can't i combine the word quarantine and party quarty 
No. Quarantardy. <laughs> Partine? Parentine. No, it all sucks. I don't know. I like quarty. I don't. Quarantardy. I like that. Uh, <laughs> we're no. trying we're trying okay all right well but anyways what do you just know that the next couple of weeks are gonna be pretty fun so pretty fucking fun you know hang on what's not gonna be fun this case is this case that i'm about to tell you but who boy i feel like it needs to be told it's very important it's uh fair warning brutal uh Great. this is a very brutal one it also involves domestic abuse and um domestic um abuse ending in murder so just know that ahead of time it's not everybody's cup of tea so if you want to skip this yeah. one feel we free. understand and you know what you'll be getting a mini by tomorrow so yes. there <laughs> will you, be morbid for you if we this get is it not yours but you know what it's i think this is kind of important um just to begin i'm gonna be ending this podcast with some uh like hotlines and some places that can uh anybody who is in a situation of domestic violence where they don't feel safe right now will be able to contact for help uh because i know in quarantine right now one of the biggest things and one of the things that none of us really think of i didn't Mm -hmm. think of it until i saw an article about it and was like whoa yeah is that not only are we all stuck in isolation and we're all kind of freaking out just being like bouncing off the walls there's some people that are now trapped inside and quarantined with their abuser and i can't even imagine yeah So I think that this is kind of pertinent for the situation at hand. Um, And again, if you are finding yourself in that situation, first of all, know that you are not alone um, and we all are here for you and there's people that are there for you. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to try to give you some way to at least try to get out of it. So hang in there, everybody. I feel like my heart is so heavy already. It is. So this is the really tragic case of Kellyanne Bates. Okay. Kellyanne Bates was born May 18th, 1978. She was born in Hattersley, which is an area in Greater Manchester in England. She was born to her mother Margaret Bates and her father Tommy Bates. She was very close to her parents, very good daughter by all accounts, just a sweet kid. She was known to be athletic, spunky, fun to be around, often described as bubbly and energetic. She was going to school, had a part-time job at a graphics firm, and she had dreams of becoming a teacher. Oh. Yeah, so she's just like this regular, just bubbly kid. At the time, um, of in 1992, she was 14 years old. I was just about to ask you how uh, old she was. Yeah, 14 years old. Uh, that's when she met a guy named Dave Smith. I bet I hate him. Yep, you're really going to hate this guy, for Great. sure. Uh, at first, nothing seemed amiss with this relationship, but then Kelly seemed to change a bit. Okay. She was acting a bit more rebellious. She was sneaking out, not checking in with her parents. Uh, sometimes she would be gone for like a couple days at a time with no word. At 14? Yeah, at 14. Wow. And her parents were obviously concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like she had just fallen into the classic teenage lovesick situation to them. So they were kind of looking at it as like, they're not happy with this. And right. They're concerned, but they're like, they weren't thinking anything dangerous. They were thinking like, we got to get her away from him because she's obviously becoming too. This is very connected. Um, Jeremy Stanky esque. It really is. So you think, you know, when you're a teenager like this, you you think you're in love. You spend every second together, and suddenly you're like flaking on your responsibilities. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, and then you get the rude awakening. When like, I look back at who <laughs> I thought I loved at fourteen, I'm yeah. like, oh, girlfriend, oh, it gets better. <laughs> oh, honey. So then, at this point, they hadn't met Dave. They've talked to him on the phone, but they had not met him. Okay. Then they met Dave. Okay. Dave was 32 years (gasps) old. Oh, okay. So that's... 
Well, okay. Yep. So Dave was 32 years old. She was 14. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That's not okay. Oh, no. That is absolutely not yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. And like, if you th- if right now you're getting ready to send us an email to tell me that that's okay. Control-Alt-Delete that Yeah, bitch. don't do it because yeah. it's not okay. No. <laughs> like, it's just not. And if no. you believe it is, that, that's your prerogative. But, but no, you're wrong. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> that's all I need to know. So when they met him... They were shocked, obviously. Correct. Because, again... How the fuck do you even meet somebody that's 32 when you're 14? I guess they met when she was babysitting for someone that he knew. Uh Oh. No, not him. He (laughs) was friends with the dad? I think he was friends with whoever she was babysitting for, and they met through that. Yeah. So, she had made him out to be, like, a schoolmate, but he was a grown-ass man. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Now, they had answered the phone when he called previously, and somehow they didn't catch his voice as not being a 14-year-old boy. But I haven't heard his voice, so it's very possible he has a younger voice or was able to disguise it or as such. Or maybe they thought he was, like, a couple years older. Well, and again, you're not thinking your 14-year-old is, is dating a 32-year-old. That man. is not the first thing you're going to think of. Like, what the fuck? You're 32, aren't you? No, I'm you're 30. 34. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. I wouldn't even date somebody 34 right I'm now. I'm saying. So they both, all, both of her parents said that when they met him, they sensed something off about him immediately. Besides the fact that he was dating a 14-year-old. <laughs> I was literally um, just going to say that. So, and obviously, and what's really creepy about this is he had groomed her, like all predators do. Of course. Like he had clearly done that. Um, her parents said that they tried everything. Everything they could to get her daughter, their daughter away from this man. But we all know that sometimes this just pushes them closer to them. Mm-hmm. And she resisted all of their help. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their biggest fears was that they were going to lose her. So they were trying to play their hands carefully. And you have to. And it sucks because that must have been horrific for Mm -hmm. them. Because as parents, you just want to lock her away and be like, no, now you're staying home forever. And I think it's really easy for somebody to be like, well, like, you shouldn't have let her do that. But it's like, do you want to completely lose her? Well, that's in they in every interview I've seen with them is like, you don't understand unless you're a parent that like your biggest fear is losing your kid. Now you feel like you're losing your kid to this horrific predator. So you're hang on to any But you don't want to lose them by pushing. And it's like, so should they're in this rock in a hard place. Mm-hmm. Really, their only option would be to, like, lock her up and not let her out of the house. And obviously she's going to be pissed off at them. Because and, like... and, and honestly, at this in this situation, I don't know what I would do. I can't tell you what I would do to fix this. Yeah, I don't know. Because in my head, I'm like, I'd lock her up. But would that work? I don't know. Yeah, she's 14. Or would she it push her? Out and... Yeah, it's like, I feel bad then for you these could parents. Lose her. I really right. do. I feel bad for Margaret and Tommy. Really bad. I do. One of the first things that I notice about people, it's going to sound so weird, but it's their teeth. I am obsessed with a good pair of teeth, and I always want to have a good pair of teeth. Do you even call them pairs of teeth? I don't think so. But anyways, achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners, you guys. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? What's your secret about your pair of teeth? Why do they look so good? To get started, all you need to do is order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered right to your door. They make it easy to kick off your smile journey. Bites treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, they accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA or FSA. I freaking loved using my bite aligners. I would wear them during the day and nobody would even know that I was wearing them because they're kind of like invisible. It's pretty iconic. And my teeth, my pair of teeth look great. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code MORBID at bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with bite. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And it's like you, you just don't want this backlashing on you. And I think they were thinking, OK, this is going to end. This is going to end. Like, right. we're just going to try and try and try. They're like, but, he's going to meet someone who's okay. Yeah, he's going to meet a nice, you know, 25 year old or something. Uh, so Dave and Kellyanne would break up sometimes for like a day or so. Mm-hmm. And she would come back home. He began to be, and, and this is when he'd begun to be outwardly possessive of her. Okay. When she would spend time at his place, he would physically put her on a bus home when she would leave and then call her mother to tell her she was coming home. Then Margaret said that he would call the second she walked in the door. Jesus. Because he had timed it down to the minute. And if she wasn't walking in the door at that time, he would fly into a fucking rage because he was like, she's somewhere else, like freaking out. What the fuck? Yeah. So then she started showing back up back at home with huge bruises all over her. Oh, I would yeah. fucking, I know, obviously I'm not saying they should have, but I would murder the person well, that this touched is, any of my children. Yeah, and this is the part where it's like, again, I'm not saying I know what it feels like to be in these parents' position. I don't, and I can't say No, I, I would literally have to but go to But I'm jail. just saying if anyone hurt my child, I would kill them. Yeah. This is just how, like... That's just how it would I be. I don't even have kids and I'm raging. Uh, but again, I'm not judging these parents because no, 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 once again, I don't know. I, 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 this is just how I would react. Right. But I can't tell people what is right and what is wrong. Um, so she was saying that, you know, she was the classic stuff. I walked into a door. I yeah. fell. I, I was tripped down the say, stairs. I'm sure she had an excuse for like all of them. Of course, the classic abused person answers. I, you know, that I walked into the doorknob, you know, that stuff. Um, one day she came home and half of her face was covered in black bruising. Oh my God. And Margaret was like, what What the the fuck, fuck, Kellyanne? Like, this is not okay. What is going on? And she said, oh, I was jumped by some girls on the way home from the bus and an older couple brought me home and helped me. And her mom was like, no, that's bullshit. Like, no girl, like a bunch of girls did not like beat your face in like this one. And two, if an older couple got you, they would have. Like come they would have called like, like paramedics or something like you know what I mean like that's this just doesn't make up and every time she would say like no this doesn't make sense she, Kellyanne had no answer for it it was clearly Dave uh, then one day she came home and she had a deep inf- like very deep almost infected bite wound on her hand oh my god she claimed it was something totally different like that she like hurt her hand somewhere else but her you mother was like it was a marks. perfectly formed bite mark like there was no and it was deep and like vicious so whatever like however she got it was very intense oh my god yeah so the act of biting another human being i think we talked about it yeah during the west memphis three and we talked about it during ted bundy yeah but it will never cease to amaze me it's such a specific pathology of a person like that bites someone You're, you're an animal you really are um, and it was at this time that she had begun to physically deteriorate as Obviously, because well. he's breaking her down slowly. Yeah. And uh, I mean, at this point, she had lost a ton of weight. She was not bathing anymore. Oh like, she wasn't taking care of herself. She was wearing baggy clothing. 
because um, it's like you become a shell of yourself exactly and she and she just seemed like down and quiet they said she was like keeping her head She's down a lot afraid to fucking talk and again remember she was a bubbly energetic everybody said fun girl right. like, this is very different um so this was i mean this was clearly the result of severe domestic abuse going mm-hmm. on uh, and again, this is classic because the abuser will make it to make it a point to demolish their victim's self-esteem. Right. They'll make them feel worthless and also make a point of trying to make sure no one else wants them. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, you know, they, they take your beauty routine away from you if you have one because they're like, why do you need to get beautiful for someone else? Right. You should only be being beautiful for me. You can't walk out the store looking like that. Right. Who are you trying to impress? You right. know what I mean? Like they totally remove that from them and that's why they'll suddenly stop you know, tanning, stop doing their nails, stop doing their hair because they're like, I can't do this for other people. Oh my God, that's, I can't imagine. And the baggy clothing is classic to hide wounds and also to hide their body mm-hmm. because they're not allowed to flaunt their body at all. Flaunt, quote unquote. Again, there's no reason for them to look or feel beautiful for someone else, according to their abusers, only for them. Um, and before we get into the really terrible end results of this whole thing, I feel like it's important to discuss why abusive relationships can end this way. Yeah. Um, Because you're right. Like, we were talking about this earlier. And many people say, like, why didn't you just, like, try to get out of it? Yeah, like, why did she stay? Why would she stay Well, what would you do? You don't know what you do until you're faced with that situation. It's so easy for any of us who have not dealt with it to sit there and be like, I would never let someone do that And it's like, I've, honestly, I'll be fully 100%. I've said that before. Yeah. Like, I would never get into that situation. Of course. I think we all have before. We've all just ignorantly been like, of course. And then the more, but that's the thing. It's like, you need to educate yourself because you don't realize, like, no, all, all of the different factors that go into that exactly and that's you it's like and i've heard people like why would you let somebody abuse you and it's like well no one lets someone abuse them it's very complex and very complicated it's not letting someone do that to you the whole term abuse itself is like they're taking yeah exactly it's removing control from you exactly and often what people don't understand is that they don't walk into these relationships and they start these guys or or women but mostly men but there are women abusers of course yeah these people don't automatically show their stripes right away and not only do they not show their stripes they will seduce the shit out of you Mm -hmm. that's their whole game it's like they wine and dine you first oh yeah they're gonna charm and make sure that they they're gonna make you feel like you are in complete troll Mm -hmm. control troll uh they're gonna make you feel like you're in complete control Mm -hmm. that's their first thing they're gonna give you all the control here you go it's all yours and then they're going to pull that rug out from underneath you just when they have you absolutely enamored and unable to just cut ties. Right. Because they're going to get you attached. so wrapped up in them that you're not going to be able to just be like, whoa, fuck this. You know, like it's going to be such a more complex situation. And this topic always really bums me out because everyone else seems to be able to see it but the abused person. Mm-hmm. And that's just the unfortunate reality of it. Um but, but like, it's, it's psychological. Like, that's, that's what the it comes thing. down to. Exactly. It's so psychological. And on, like, on a surface level, think about, like, a bad relationship that any of us have been mm-hmm. in. Even just, like, a bad, not a, not necessarily, like, a full-on abusive one, but, like, just a bad relationship like that you had that you like stayed that. a little too long and you were like, what the fuck was I doing staying that long? Yeah. It's a similar part of that, that you got wrapped up. You weren't able to just cut ties because they did something shitty. Right. Like... It, it like my I I had an ex boyfriend who was like not physically abusive at all. No, but he but was, he was a dick. for sure psychologically abusive. 
Um, and like he cheated on me a ton of times. Like I found this out. I stayed way too long. <laughs> like it's just, and I think we all have been in that situation, but it's weird to think back on it because I'm like, wow, I was legitimately brainwashed. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I totally understand how somebody could get. And he wasn't like abusive, but he did no. all the classic things like, <clears throat> like nobody else really liked him. But like you were like, no, there's so many good parts. To exactly. Him. Like, like it, he has you being like, oh, you don't know him like I know. And him. I remember you saying yeah, that. It's I, like, like I was too young to understand. Exactly. But, like, you remember it. Yeah. And I and for one you feel like they're going to change. Mm -hmm. You're going to like, you feel like you're I thought, the person yep, that's going to change. I'm the them. person who understands them the most. I will change them. And I also felt like, you know, he's just so in love with me and that's why he's so aggressively jealous and why he's so intent on sticking with this like it's us against the world yeah. like mentality that he kept pushing. And I thought it was like Bonnie and Clyde romantic thing, but in reality, it's not. Bonnie and Clyde were in a toxic relationship as well, and Bonnie was too enamored with Clyde to realize that he was just fucking hell in a handbasket. It didn't basket. really end well for them either. Ex and stop romanticizing Bonnie and Clyde, everybody. Yeah. Didn't work out. Bonnie's own sister said that Clyde knocked Bonnie across a room once, and she just popped right back up for more. She was so like, it's not like what? they had this like beautiful fairy tale romance. They weren't out there dancing in the moonlight. No, they everybody. certainly weren't. But just as like an example of how these people can be so charming and so manipulative which is why i just want to push this so people aren't doing the like why would they st why mm -hmm. would she stay there was a time i caught my ex like red handed mm -hmm. there were two times i Wait, one time let's preface this with everybody knows what a bad bitch elena is it, we all know <laughs> this is what because i like to think of myself as a fairly intelligent human no 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 no, no. Who would not You're allow very intelligent <laughs> but it's like it shows that like even when you think of yourself as a very in control mm -hmm. very intelligent rational. person very rational which is like how i see myself that you can easily be put in this situation if you are meet the right person mm -hmm. um or the, wrong so, or the wrong person have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad free good news with amazon music you have access to the largest catalog of ad free top podcasts included with your prime membership to start listening download the amazon music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. But he had lied to me about like seeing a movie and we saw this movie together and he guessed the ending. Mm -hmm. And it was like a weird ending that I was like, how the fuck would you guess that? Like what? And I was immediately suspicious, but he was like, oh, I'm just lucky. I'm just so smart that I just came up with the ending. like, oh, you're a giant douche well, canoe. Well, I found a ticket stub for a different day where he had seen the movie well before we did. And who the fuck was he seeing the movie with? Not me. So when I confronted him, I had the ticket and he convinced me that the movie time and day we had seen it was the same movie time on that ticket, even though I knew it wasn't. Wow. And he convinced me it was. Yeah, I fucking hate that, too. And I had the proof in my hands. And then there was, this one's even worse. There was a night he said he had to go to the bathroom. I listened outside as he had a full conversation and made a date with another woman. Listened to the entire thing. Fuming outside the door. When he came out, I'm standing there with my arms crossed. I'm, try I'm trying to be tough. I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. I was leaving. He somehow convinced me that he was listening to a voicemail. And when you're like, I, but why are you talking when, back to I had voicemail? heard him speaking back to this woman, and he told me, that's just my jealous brain making things up. He wasn't cheating. Wow. I'm being crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Thank God you did. And I stayed for much anymore. longer. 
And I can, again, I consider myself a very rational person, but he was able to manipulate me that way yeah. because he was psychologically abusive. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. Mm-hmm. So Kelly, being a 16-year-old girl at this point when this was happening. Oh, so now it's two years yep, in. Oh, my God. Was way more vulnerable in age, mind frame, just every, she was so much more And vulnerable. this is her first fucking relationship exactly. to her. Exactly. You don't know That's any better. That's what this is. This is what love is, apparently. Right. Like, this is just what it is. Especially when being groomed by an abusive older man. Right. There's just so much working against her. And abuse like hers is so severe and so complex. So in her situation, it was likely a case where, you know, the abused person is going to live for those few really great moments. Right. And they will bask in the highs and then live through a series of punishments just to just get to, to get that to next that high, high moment. It's the honeymoon. Exactly. Phase. It's like when they're great, they're so great. But it's like only that one time and then mm-hmm. you'll go through months and months of punishment. You I know? still remember like freshman or sophomore year of high school. We had a whole obviously you go through so much of that in health class. Yeah. And there was like a, there's a chart that the woman drew and it was like the honeymoon phase where he buys you flowers and yep. it always starts off like that and he brings you nice dinners. Yeah. And then he hits you. Yep. And then like something worse happens like right across from the honeymoon phase and then mm-hmm. he slowly will say i'm sorry and everything will get to back together and everything will be okay yep. and then he hits you again it's like this whole pattern yeah. of behavior and when you're in it i'm assuming you're you know because again i was not i was never physically abused no. in any relationship i've been in oh, honey, but i'm imagining I would do. <laughs> i'm imagining you know these these poor people that are in those situations are living for those few times where this person makes them feel like yeah. they are worth it and that even they love like, them. Not even in a romantic relationship. Like, people go through that with, like, parents. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I'm, my mom was never, like, actually physically abusive. But yeah. I would, like, I when I was going through everything, I would live for times where, like, my mom was actually in a good mood exactly. and having a good day. And that's when you'd be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. You know? And then they'll, they will remind you of that, too. Like, yep. when they're trying to they win you back. It. They use it. What about the time we did this and I did this for you? Remember when I did that for we you? We did this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, they do love me. Yeah. Like, and then it also justifies, you know what? I didn't appreciate that. Exactly. That's why they're being Which this is way to me. Which is shoving you down a step further. And it's just making you feel like, oh, I deserve this. And like, I pushed them. So I understand yep. now. And then it just starts back up again. Yep. And again, it's like, you you can't really know this until you've like lived it. Lived it, really. Um, and. So, after all, abusers, again, are notoriously charming and manipulative. Mm -hmm. That's how they get you in the first place. Mm -hmm. So they can turn it on in a second. Like, you know, my ex could charm the skin off a snake, but he could also shut it off with the snap of his finger. And then he was a cold motherfucker. And it was like two different people. So that's, I imagine this is how Dave probably was. It sounds like it. And um, so Craig Malkin is a clinical psychologist at Harvard Medical School. And in a Time Magazine article um, about uh, domestic abuse that I found, I'll um, link it in the show notes, he said, quote, the person being abused is focused on the positive and waiting for the next positive. There's a psychological effect like gambling. The moments of tenderness and intimacy are unpredictable, but they are so intense and fulfilling that the victim winds up staying in the hopes that a moment like that will happen again. Eventually, there's sort of this wearing down for people on the receiving end of the abuse where they continue to tolerate more and more over time and they feel less entitled to being safe. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. So abusers can also do psychological warfare as a means to keep victims around. Withholding food, withholding sleep, like sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. 
threatening family members or pets. Um, rape can be involved, which is obviously physical and can lead to a sort of like Stockholm syndrome thing where the abuse starts to become attached to the abuser. Right. Um, abusers also isolate. They remove you from your home base, your family, your friends, so they can convince you at the darkest times they're all you, you have. have. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. And I think with Kelly, she was taken out of her house. You know, she was slowly being brought into his home, mm -hmm. which eventually she moves into. So and it's for like, her, it's like that's exciting. Like that's yeah, your you first think you're like, like it's this big romanticized playing thing. house. You right. know what I mean? And it's like, and he knew that. And as we'll see, I'll get into it, he has a history of choosing younger, more vulnerable oh, victims and abusing them for so the entirety point, of their he relationship. Was probably an expert. Oh, he was a full-on expert by this point. Um, and Kelly likely felt, again, like she loved him. And it's hard to tell love from dependence sometimes. It is. And an interesting and really sad note is over 70% of domestic violence murders happen after the relationship has ended. Yeah. Because now the abuser has nothing to lose. When the person yeah. actually gets away from When they actually their show their control and that they take control back, that's when it usually snaps. And I'm sure it just puts like a fucking rage in the oh, person I'm sure. that they have no control over you. They yeah. spiral. Because that's what they live for is the control. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, on November 30th, 1995, Kelly did move into Dave's home. Uh, in Gorton. No one, friends or family, spoke to her after she moved in. Oh, no. He isolated completely. Um, and they did... Her parents received, like, random cards, like, on their anniversary and stuff. But they were written by Dave. Not... Oh. They didn't have any writing by Kelly. That's awful. So, once his crimes came to light later, which mm -hmm. we'll go over, uh, it was discovered that he was not 32 years old. Oh, my God. Is he older? He was 48 years old. Yep. And his name was not Dave, but James Patterson Smith. What the fuck? He was a year older than her father. What the fuck? And again, she's 16 at this point, and he's 48. Oh my god. Yeah, so he lied twice about his age. Uh, he was also unemployed, he was divorced, and he was a piece of shit that beat every girlfriend and wife he ever had. How did he, how was he even able to live on his own if he was unemployed? I don't really know. What the fuck? He got divorced in 1980 after 10 years, um, and he had beat that woman the entirety of their relationship. He then dated a 20-year-old named Tina Watson from 1980 to 1982. She said she was a literal, quote, punching bag for him, oh and even abused, he even abused and beat her when she was pregnant with their child. Oh, no. No, no, no. Uh, so he's a literal monster. Yeah. Anybody who abuses a pregnant woman should, I mean whatever yeah yep. she, yeah just you know she's Paint a picture and what she said was quote at first it was now and again just a little tap but in the end it was every day he would smack me in the face or hit me over the head with an ashtray Holy he wouldn't he would kick me in the legs or between the legs oh my God. he also tried to drown her while she was in the bath she escaped luckily um he then dated 15 year old wendy Mottershead. He beat her all the time, too, and also tried to drown her. But this time, he held her head under the sink in the kitchen. Oh, my God. To try to drown her. April 16th, 1996, Dave strolls into a police station to say he accidentally killed his girlfriend, Kelly. Oh, no. In the bath after an argument. And he had tried to revive her, but couldn't. And he claimed that they had been, quote, going at it in the bathtub and she accidentally swallowed water. No, that's probably not at all. What, actually, that's just not what well, happened, Dave. Well, when the police arrived at the home, they found Kelly naked in the bathroom. And the state they found her in was 
nothing like any of them had ever seen. Oh, no. And it begs the question, how did he think he was going to pass this off as she drowned? Because people, that's the thing, people like that are so scary. It's true. Because they think they can convince anybody Anybody. of anything because they think everyone is below them in intelligence Mm -hmm. so they think that they are smarter than everybody and they have an answer for everything but when you see her injuries you're like bro how were you gonna how was that how so how are you gonna hold on to this it was clear that she had been extensively tortured in the end it was discovered that she had spent about four weeks being completely tortured for four weeks she had over 150 separate injuries According to The Guardian, um, the pathologist was William Lawler. He said, quote, In my career, I have examined almost 600 victims of homicide, but I've never come across injuries so extensive. Oh, my God. By somebody that she was dating. She had been... Now, I'm going to go through these injuries. They're really bad. Trigger warning. This is bad. Oh, God. She had been starved. Um, she lost around 44 pounds oh in weight. Oh, my God. She had not had water for several days at least. Her knees had been crushed, so she couldn't <gasps> walk. She had scalding um, to her buttocks and her left legs with boiling water. Uh, there were burns on her thigh that were caused by her branding with a <gasps> hot iron. Oh, God. She had a fractured arm. She also had multiple stab wounds by knives, forks, and scissors. What the she had stab wounds inside of her mouth. Oh, my God. Her Both of her hands were crushed with something. Uh, she had mutilation of her ears, nose, eyebrows, mouth, lips, and genitalia. Uh, there were wounds that seemed to be caused by a um, uh, pruning shears and a shovel. What are pruning shears? Uh, those like big hedge giant hedge clippers that you prune with. Yeah. Oh, my God. Both of her eyes had been gouged out. Wait, what? Yep. There were also stab wounds in the empty eye sockets. And this is really bad. Uh, Now, it was later revealed by the pathologist that her eyes were removed before death. Oh, my God. And he said they were removed, quote, not less than five days and not more than three weeks before her death. So she could have been dealing with that for up to three weeks. Oh, my. I don't even. They also said that it appeared that her eyes had been ripped out with hands now she was also partially scalped at times she had been tied by ligature to radiators and furniture or she was tied by her hair um her cause of death was drowning and this was after weeks of torture and abuse um and after she had been knocked unconscious with a shower head i like can't even breathe yeah i I think i know i I had to take it yeah uh so she went through three or four weeks of, I mean, the worst terror any of us Probably can ever more imagine. Than that. More and that's, than that's just what they could discern. I need to, I like can't get a deep the breath. The eyes in. were the thing that got, that she, it was one before death. She did not die of having those eyes removed. So she lived with her eyes gouged out. Oh my God. And then he stabbed the em- empty eye sockets. How do you do that? And to stabbed somebody? in her mouth. That How? shit, and then hobbled her crushed her hands so she couldn't leave um and he claimed now his claim when they were like oh she just drowned in the shower like are you really sticking to that story bro and he said i didn't do anything that she didn't ask me to do to her what and they were like she asked asked you to to gouge her eyes eyes out out." and he was like well she liked to be hurt and it's like so wait you're trying to paint this as an s&m thing which it is 
fucking clearly not. None of this was consensual. I've never heard of S and M involving eyes being because it does out. not. Like what like, the fuck is wrong? Way with to you? paint S and M as this like fucking as murder. Like that is ridiculous. And her blood was found in every room in his house. Oh my god, this poor girl. Her father had to ID her body. Oh god. Um, they said, "quote People called him an animal, but an animal wouldn't do that to another animal. He's a very, very evil man." I think about how much pain she must have been in, how she must have thought we didn't love her. Ooh. Yeah. Because she, th- how she must have thought we didn't love her because we didn't save her. Oh my God. Oh, that just like. Yeah, that, this case is. Sorry, I just had like a moment. Because I'm thinking of like these poor parents. They're sitting there being like, my. Ooh. This was happening and I didn't my know. My baby like was being tortured and she was probably thinking, why aren't my parents saving me? Like to have that in your brain. I can't I can't believe I'm like tearing up right now. No, I mean you're a mom. Th- that to me was like the hardest part about this was thinking of these poor fucking parents. I mean this poor girl obviously. And like so but, like, I know this is a podcast. I don't even know what the fuck to say right now. Yeah. Like I'm so it's so beyond. Um Peter Openshaw was the prosecutor and he said, quote, it was as if he deliberately disfigured her, causing her the utmost pain, distress, and degradation. The injuries were not the result of one sudden eruption of violence. They must have been caused over a long period and were so extensive and so terrible that the defendant must have deliberately and systematically tortured the girl. The cause of death was drowning, immediately prior to which she had been beaten about the head with a shower head. He said, quote, her death must have been a merciful end to her torment. My God. Which is true. That's all I can think of. I was like, death must have been a welcome right. end to that. Um, he went on trial and again denied any wrongdoing. He ex- he actually blamed Kellyanne, saying she would put me through hell winding me up. So he was literally like, she pissed me off a lot. Clearly, but like, like are you kidding me? Because you're just, de- I don't even, I can't. Well, after only one hour of deliberation, he was found guilty. I can't even believe it took um, that long. He received a 20 year minimum sentence. Uh, the judge said, quote, you're an abuser of women and I intend so far as it is in my power that you will abuse no more. Oh Which God. is like, yeah. <laughs> For the first time during this, this is really telling of how bad this was. For the first time, every juror was offered counseling um, after enduring the trial. Every single because juror. Because did they have to see like photos and Yeah, everything? they had to see oh everything. God. And every single juror accepted the counseling for the first time. This had never happened before. I feel like I need counseling after listening to this yeah. story. Like they were so traumatized that by seeing the evidence and hearing the evidence that they all took the counseling. Um, because that's the other thing. Like this is it's almost like what we said in the Jamie Claus story because she was so young. <clears throat> this is like what we know. Happened, yeah. Like what they're allowed to put on. Exactly. What they're allowed to say. I can't exactly. imagine what they couldn't in say. In putting pictures to this. I'm picturing in my head what yeah. she looked like. Yeah. And it's bad enough. Seeing it must have. And seeing her parents in the room. No. You're you're just adding all this like level of humanity because to the whole thing, and it's like that's Whoa. so true. An animal wouldn't do that to another no. animal. No, an animal would not cause another animal deliberate pain in that kind of methodical, just it evil is way. astounding to me that people exist like this. It's it's not yeah. even fathomable. He's, I mean, he is truly, and he had been He's doing like more it forever. Than evil. I mean, he had been doing it. Those kind of injuries. I'm like you. I mean, you need to be cemented into a wall for all eternity. Like, like worse. Like like we should brick him up in a wall, like they did on on AH American Horror Story Hotel when like James Patrick marched like to like brick people up in his wall, and so did H. H. Holmes. 
we need to do that to him. No, I think that's worse. what he deserves, just to live out his just days in a wall. After we rip his eyes out. <laughs> and just, like, and just scream and cry for the rest of we his life. We should rip his eyes and, like, his tongue out. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, that is the end of Kelly Ann Bates' story. But, oh my God. like I said in the beginning, I know this has a lot to do with, like, domestic violence, domestic abuse. Like I said, I know people are in this situation right now probably somebody who's listening to this podcast right now um if you find yourself in the situation right now where you are quarantined with your abuser um there are different methods to get help one of them is advocates at the national domestic uh, violence hotline they're available 24 7 at 1-800-799-SAFE which is 7233 um and it's available in more than 200 languages Uh, There's also Battered Women's Support Services. You can find them at 604-652-1867. Or you can send them an email if you can't get on the phone at um, intake at bwss.org. You can also call 604-687-1867 or 1-855-687-1868. And you can also text... 604-652-1867 because again if you can't get on the phone right um also last week local authorities in spain and the canary islands um were encouraging domestic abuse victims to go to pharmacies and tell someone of the abuse and the way they were telling them to do it is to use the code word mask 19 and that a pharmacist will get you help Um, And in the UK, the Independent Office for Police Conduct advises anyone who is in this situation um, to dial 999, listen to the questions from the phone operator, and then respond by coughing or tapping the handset. And um, if you can, press 55. Wow. So if you find yourself in a situation where you need help, hopefully one of those can help you and stay strong. And, and you're loved. You are loved. So many people love yeah, you. Yeah, if you're in a bad situation, do not feel like they are all you have. They're not they're all not. you have. And they they don't deserve you. If you, somebody is hurting you, they do not love you. They do not have your best interests at heart. Whether they're hurting you physically, mentally, emotionally. Anyway. No one who loves you should be intentionally hurting you in any way. No. And I promise you this. And don't let them convince you it's unintentional because it's not. Yeah. And it's. I know it's hard when you feel like wrapped up in someone, but you, do, you nobody deserves to be treated like this, man. No. And, and I there's know so it's many hard. good people that would treat you the right way. Exactly. And you deserve to meet them. So... You know, stay strong, everybody. Oh, shit. And if you feel like you know someone in this situation, like, try to help them out. Try to maybe call one of these hotlines and try to help. So yeah. that's the tragic tale of Kellyanne Bates. And I'm sorry it's such a bummer, but I felt like it was an important one, especially with, you know, yeah, quarantine happening right now. I just feel like somebody needed to hear how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully you're all doing okay <laughs> after that. Yeah. And well, we'll have something a little lighter for the mini episode. We will. The Don't mini's going to be lighter, I promise. We're going to take it to a more spooky, spooky place. So Yes, exactly. You know, if this bummed you out too much, just wait for the spooky, spooky mini. And if you need to, go contact any of those numbers that Elena mentioned. Yep. And um, we'll also put them in the caption. Yeah, I'm going to put in the show notes I'll, and in yeah. the caption on Instagram, we'll put the the numbers just so that they're in multiple places. Mm-hmm. And so you can go ahead on our Instagram and find that at uh morbid podcast we'll tweet them out 
a morbid podcast uh if you need help please gmail us morbidpodcast at gmail.com um you can join the facebook group anybody that's going through a hard time right now i have seen so many people on that group Mm -hmm. like so many people rush to help them oh yeah love them and just it's the most delicious little community of people if you have anything negative to say about the facebook group yeah so so i don't want to hear it yeah because i've seen so many people just say i'm having a bad day or i'm having a really dark time right now and i've seen so many thousands of people rush on and just cover them and support so it's if you feel like you need a a boost that's definitely a good place to find it because there's some awesome people in there um and that's morbid colon a true crime podcast facebook group and if you like we said before just on a lighter note uh if you need to get tickets for the shows you can find that on our website at morbidpodcast.com we hope you keep listening and we hope you keep it weird bye (laughs) bye Follow Morbid on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck. Because, once again, Mr. Ballin' Podcast, Strange, Dark, and Mysterious Stories is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Each week on the Mr. Ballin' Podcast, you'll hear new stories about inexplicable encounters, shocking disappearances, true crime cases, and everything in between. Like our recent episode titled White Dust. After a middle-aged couple fail to answer their daughter's messages and calls, the daughter drives the few hours to her parents' house to check on them, But after arriving and seeing both her parents' cars in the driveway, the daughter gets an uneasy feeling and just can't stomach going inside. To hear the rest of that story and hear hundreds more stories like it, follow Mr. Ballin Podcast on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime members can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music.